Now we're looking overseas. Letty, what's the government's agenda with international tax? Sure. Well, one thing is we can look overseas and we can look at the overseas people who are coming to Australia for working <laughs> holidays. So currently, under our Australian tax residency rules, a lot of our listeners will be aware that under our tax residency rules, there's a variety of rules whereby if you pass one of them, you become, you're considered to be an Australian tax resident for the year. Okay. Um, now, generally speaking, a working holiday maker can often be treated as an Australian tax resident uh, if they're in Australia for more than six months. Now, that's not a hard and fast rule. It's just, generally speaking, that's often the case. So that means that these taxpayers, even if they're only in Australia for eight, nine, 10, 12, 15 months on a working holiday, they can actually access the um, residence tax treatment, such as the tax-free threshold of $18,200, the low-income tax offset, and lower marginal tax rate of 19% after they go over the tax-free threshold, whereas a non-resident of Australia has to pay tax from the first dollar mm-hmm. that they earn. So what the government intends to do is to change these tax residency rules, or more accurately, to add to them, so that most people who are in Australia only for temporary uh, period for working holiday will automatically be treated as non-resident as for tax purposes. And so those taxpayers would then be taxed at 32.5% from their first dollar of taxable income. Now, what we've been seeing in the media over the past 12 or so hours, or more by now, <laughs> is that they're saying that this is going to affect what they call what the backpackers. Because backpackers who come from overseas, maybe um, on a gap year, maybe for career break, something like that, do a various odd jobs around the country while they're traveling and seeing seeing the koalas and seeing the harbor bridge <laughs> and so forth, uh, they're now going to be paying more tax on their Australian income. And and an, an industry that may also be affected is the farming industry, which takes in a lot of foreign seasonal workers. Now, we haven't seen legislation for this yet, so once again, the devil is in the detail, but that's the idea. So the measure is intended to apply from 1st July 2016, so all those backpackers who are planning to come over for winter season to <laughs> for, for whatever reason um, might well get affected. Now, one thing that our listeners need to be aware of is that people who are over here on 457 visas or temporary residency visas would generally not be affected. Okay. Well, that's a good thing to, yeah. to be aware of. Now, Letty, when it comes to combating multinational tax avoidance, that's something that's been much publicised. Um, even over the last year. I mean, are we going to see that come to a resolution anytime soon? Sure. Well, it's one of those never-ending sagas, really, how long mm-hmm. is a piece of string? But <laughs> yes, in last night's budget, uh, Mr Hockey did make good on his promise to uh, introduce some measures to combat multinational tax avoidance. Um, look, these measures will really only apply to companies with global revenue of at least a billion dollars. So it's not going to affect your uh, your small business or your medium-sized business that's you know selling things overseas or um, or buying things from overseas. Uh, but very broadly speaking, um, a lot of our listeners will be aware that there's a general anti-avoidance rule called Part 4A in our legislation, which basically says that if you do something into a scheme purely to get, or dominantly to get a tax benefit, then you get you lose that tax benefit. So they're basically going to introduce a, um, a version of that for these uh, $1 billion or more multinational companies. Um, there's also uh, going to be new transfer pricing documentation requirements for these companies. And also there's going to be much heftier penalties for these 
foreign oh, for these multinational companies that uh, that are deliberately trying to avoid Australian tax. But they're basically going to have to pay in um, double the mm-hmm. tax that they avoid, as well as uh, higher rate of penalties. That's quite a hefty tax rate, isn't it? That's quite a hefty penalty. But I guess I've had plenty of warning. Sure, and just like with the uh, GST side of things. Um, once again, Australia is working in conjunction with the OECD, with the other members of the G20 to deal with uh, international tax avoidance issues. And so while these things have been proposed, um, at the end of the day, we're just going to see how the government uh, works, works with the other countries and with um, the OECD in implementing, uh, in implementing multilateral tax avoidance measures.